Hi and welcome back to the Village Trader Podcast. I'm your host in Jabal and This podcast is aimed at helping you and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. This is episode number 34. In this week's episode, we're chatting GameStop and why Nassim Taleb and Mark Douglas were right. So today I'm chatting uh, with a good friend of mine, founder and chairman, CEO of uh, Finance Heart. So we're going to be chatting GameStop, like full by randomness and that sort of thing. Uh, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? Mr. Lesser Kisham Um Well, man, you guys live far, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you you are the one that lives far. Yeah. <laughs> to get a bit of context, he's from Pretoria. I'm from the East End. Worlds apart. <laughs> Two highways apart. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a distance. Maybe three somewhere, Mara. Yeah. From Pretoria to here, might, might be three. Yeah. Might be three. Might yeah, be three. You found respect. Yeah, man. Uh, anyway, to, to, to get to, to, to the cracks of the matter... Uh, I want to address GameStop um, and, and the short squeeze that, that we saw over the past, uh, you know, during general, um, Jan of, 2020, of 2021. So briefly explain for those who don't know what shorting is. Shorting is selling what you don't own to profit on its downfall. So essentially, um, if I borrow my friend's car, and sell it to the market i borrow it at ten thousand rand i'm going to sell it at ten thousand ten thousand rand immediately on the market and as the value of it depreciates and then i go buy it back for nine i pocket the one thousand except lesa can choose to put rims on it sound on it making it more valuable so that i'm now buying it at fifteen thousand rand losing the five so that's essentially you know uh the the um, shorting briefly explained and then tried to make it as simple as simple as possible and then a short squeeze happens when Les, Les stop doesn't stop pimping the car up and the value of the car doesn't stop going up so the risk on when you're short on anything is infinite because the price um the numbers going higher um they don't they don't have a limit as opposed when you're long um buying you know, in, in, with anticipation that the stock is going to go higher. Um, so uh, so your risk when you're long is just 100% because the stock can just go to zero. But when you're short, your risk is infinite because there's no limit to where the price can go to. Um, we saw it with Tesla. We saw it with uh, VW around 2008, where VW was probably the most um, valuable company for that period in the world because of the because of a short squeeze so a bunch of hedge fund managers saw that um gamestop was dying a slow death as they put it um so they decided to they decided to short um gamestop except they they were like heavily short is it's uh it's an understatement there were short quite heavily on on GameStop in fact about 140% of the stock was shorted so they short they were they short sold more stocks than there is floating in the market on GameStop so there's a group of guys that on on Reddit and Wall Street Bet who saw that opportunity and decided to squeeze them out they decided to drive the price a little bit high just enough to squeeze the, the the short sellers out because as the price is rising 
when you're short, you need to buy back. To exit your position and cut your losses, you need to buy back the stock, pushing the price further up, further higher because um, the, the, the volume on those shorts was, was quite high. So these guys saw that opportunity and they placed their they bet. And hedge fund, hedge fund managers were losing their bets um, until yeah, brokers limited trading on the long side on GameStop. So I wanted to chat about um, with GameStop and what happened. So essentially that's what happened and that's um, the, the risk that um, shorting has. And let's chat a little bit about the asymmetrical bet that these Redditors or Wall Street bets guys took against the um, uh, the hedge fund managers because this was not a I I don't think this was a fundamental trade where they were looking at earnings profits or whatever and said this is a good company that's bid it up. It, it was more of a technical approach. We're seeing a, a huge bunch of shorts and we see that we can um, sh squeeze them out and let's, let's, let's do that. So let's talk about that asymmetrical nature of, of this beast. Yeah, so in essence, um, the asymmetry comes from there. I can put in $100 into GameStop mm -hmm. and that's all I'm going to lose if I'm buying this, if I'm buying the share. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for as long as you're still shorting the share, the asymmetry is the fact that you will go as high as or as long as you're still inside the short mm -hmm. I know you're always going to be a buyer you're always going to be there to buy my share mm -hmm. because you have to buy the short or you have to close the short yes yes so the asymmetry comes in that um, in essence the higher we keep pushing the price the higher it will keep going and mm -hmm. all we can ever lose is 100% of our money whereas in your case you can lose, as you mentioned um, when you are defining what a short is, you can lose an infinite amount of money. If the share gets to $1,000, you shorted it at uh, $3. The percentages yeah. are bigger than my small <laughs> brain. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the asymmetry um, risk that was taken on the um, yeah. infinite upside with uh, limited downside. And it's the same for the hedge funds. They just mm -hmm. did it in the opposite. They take infinite upside um, risk and limited downside risk. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and this behavior of, of hunting certain trades or hunting certain positions is not a new thing. Yeah. I mean, hedge fund managers hunt stops all the time. They look yeah. at areas where um, retail uh, traders will put their stop loss and just hunt those um, levels, right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get popularized um, yeah, as much um, but yeah it does happen yeah except except this time the little guy did, it. did the exact same thing that yeah. the big guys are, are, are doing on them so what went wrong how how did uh, uh, in inverted commas so many smart guys were outsmarted by the outsiders and you see, it starts with you saying what went wrong, and then I ask for who and what have you. And thank you for qualifying the question. Say how come the smart guys were outsmarted? Remember, the a lot of investing relies at least on the efficient market hypothesis, mm -hmm. the notion that the stock market knows everything and has put uh, reflects all information mm -hmm. in a stock price. And then what we know is that 
there are certain advantages that other people have that others don't have on this earth, right? Yeah, Inside yeah. information, access to funding, um, access to cheap capital to pump into stocks. So as far as what went wrong, um, look, there's what we can see is happening. Mm-hmm. And then there's maybe what will come out over the next couple of months, years, as each hedge fund uh, guy uh, gets interviewed and they explain their position. Mm-hmm. But in essence, what seems like went wrong is whatever advantage they thought they had ended up being called out and it ended up showing itself not to be an advantage. And that advantage may not necessarily be the knowledge that GameStop is going to zero. Mm-hmm. It may have been the... And in, if you think about it, it actually somewhat did play out to a certain extent. The shit didn't go to $1,000. Mm-hmm. Not because the little guy ran out of money, but because exchanges intervened and said, um, no, you can't buy uh, GameStop, Nokia shares, mm-hmm. what have you. So as far as what went wrong, maybe the exchange intervened later than the hedge funds thought they, they would have intervened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what went wrong. If you ask me, I think that's <laughs> what I think the hedge fund guys were counting on. They were counting on the fact that Regulation will always stop this sort of behavior. Yeah, but but um, for 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 years for years, uh, hedge fund and you know big capital have been preaching for free markets, right? So <laughs> <laughs> and and the ability to to buy and sell shares. Yeah. Um. Um. Why couldn't they factor that? Uh, um. Regulation may step in late because they requested free markets maybe not them specifically the the ones that got squeezed but yeah. you know uh, um, capital markets have been wanting free markets and the same free markets you know is it that's an assumption we're making um it's difficult to put it down to who has ever said they want free markets i'll give you an example i like a share it's cheap it pays good dividends mm-hmm. I don't want free markets to come in there because if a free market comes in and I can only buy so much of that share that before the share price um, moves to its fair value, mm-hmm. then I get a small portion of what I would have liked to buy. So I'll give you an example with uh, Spanier Gold, for example. Mm-hmm. A company that at seven rands, I was comfortable that they're going to pay off their debt and just pay out chunks of dividends Mm -hmm. but at seven rands i didn't have any money three years later the share price is 63 rands i've got some money to throw into the market but the free market has recognized the value that lies in spanish so i think we might even need to go back and say you see there's a concept that we function free markets Mm -hmm. and the notion that we want free markets are two different things so i yeah but 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 that ability to um, because now we we now we getting to uh, places where um, we wish for something not to happen because of our immediate restrictions and limitations that we have. Yeah. But uh, um, had you had the capital to buy Sabanya at yeah. seven rand and whatever the case is, yeah. then once you I'm want in, the free yeah, market. Once I'm in, I want the free market to take its place and value it at the correct amount yeah. so that I can realize my value. I can get price discovery. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and that price discovery and the, um, yeah. the, the, the price fluctuations come from you and I disagreeing with, on the value of yeah. 
of 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 Sibani. Yeah. And and to your question now, ne? The reason why then I'm imagining that then complain um, is because you want it, but you don't always want it. You mm-hmm. want it at certain times, at certain places. Where they got it wrong, again, maybe the notion that they didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. which, which brings us to, 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 to something, one of the, the key principles that um, uh, was touched on, on, on uh, trading in the zone by, by Mark Douglas. Yeah. Um, we, as, as, as retail traders, as, as, as uh, um, newbie investors or traders, for lack of a better word, we're constantly being told you don't need to know um, or you can't possibly know what's going to happen next in the market for yeah. you to make money or not to make money. Yeah. So if, if you're saying um, these guys didn't think or didn't believe that that they um, that's going to happen, it's them just saying they know exactly what next what is going to happen next, which I suppose could be where it all, all went wrong for them. Yeah, to a large extent, but I don't want us to undermine that, you know. It's the same as your kid um, saying one day that he's going to outsmart you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you sit, you're sitting there laughing, thinking, I wish he knew that I've, I've been through it all. Yeah, yeah. Including raising him, you know. <laughs> um, so to an extent, there's a level of you that will take, it for, take him for granted, that he can get away with what he's doing, mm-hmm. such that while it's happening... Not even some sometimes you are aware of what he's doing, but you pay you maybe um, are relying on your other um, controls that you have in place to maybe bring him back in line, not realizing that even they will fail you. So maybe you let him sneak out the door, knowing that you locked the gate, <laughs> only to find that no, he's gonna sneak out the door, and for him once he's out the door, he was planning to jump the fence, whether the gate is locked <laughs> or unlocked, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's those little. It's a play on. And it's, it's reality, you know, I was listening to Annie Duke again this week, um, thinking in bits, mm-hmm. um, probabilistic thinking, all of that. And one of the things that stood out again, um, she said, you know, she said a quote, we have one version of history, but many versions of the future are possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hindsight bias is what we then even now do where we look back, mm-hmm. we've got the outcome. And now we saying that these guys are stupid. I mean, remember, these are people that I mean, they're only they're managing five trillion. <laughs> you know, they're managing more money than you and yeah, I have yeah. ever had. So, you know, to just say that they took something for granted, you you and I here with our <laughs> little nana bank balances, it's 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 us hypothesizing, and we could be so far off the mark. You could find yes, that yes. for them, they really don't even care. Okay, mm. that's it's difficult to say when one of them has yeah. went under now, but. You know, it's those little things that um, you'd have to know and get a full set of information to see what were they considering. As I say, the immediate one that jumps to me is, um, so one, legislation will either pre- should have either prevented it, so mm-hmm. they didn't think it would happen. Mm-hmm. Secondly, when legislation shows that it does take its sweet time, the next uh, thing that they were counting on actually did kick in, which is Robin Hood, Easy Equities through the um, US broker, all those guys. Obviously, Easy Equities doesn't have GameStop, it has Nokia, but mm-hmm. yeah, same universe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they stepped in to say we're no longer gonna allow trading on this on the long on side this counter, which is what 
the shorts would have always known that you know the guys on Dragon Hood. Worst case scenario, if they if they send a share sky rocketing, the exchange would step can step in and limit those trades, which actually did happen. So part of them, part of the risk that they had evaluated, they actually uh, kicked in. The third one, which is probably what I think we're going to see, it happened with the guys by Bitcoin, mm-hmm. is it's fine. I can take the damage now, but later on lawsuits will follow and I will recover that money or I'll recover those suits, whatnot. Mm-hmm. As we have with pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes, sometimes the regulator allows them to run for a while, mm-hmm. knowing that the, it's the long arm of the law at the end of the day. We're going to come for you and we're going to get the money back. Mm-hmm. So it could also be that, that you know, let the trade run. Um, as should be and I'm gonna use my all my legal remedies to come back um, and get the money back from the from the, the Wall Street bet. yeah the Wall Street bet guys yeah yeah but Wall Street like what what Wall Street bet guys were doing was not illegal and they were not doing it in secret it was like in, in public in plain sight and also what what I my problem uh, um it, at least with the benefit of hindsight, <laughs> why why I call um, this this trade stupid on on the on the side of of the hedge fund managers yeah. is not because they lost money. Every yeah. everybody okay. loses money on on the stock market, whether you long or you short. Yeah. Everybody loses money from on on any on, on any random trade. Yeah. Anyone anyone will lose money. The stupidity comes in not stop like. Not them not stopping the bleeding, because yeah. and you can see this that they didn't stop the bleeding when the bleeding started. And granted, the build the ble- the bleeding yeah. was very quick, yeah. uh, was uh, violent and very it was very quick yeah. on them. If 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 you say whenever you take a trade, whether you take it based on your fundamental reasons or you take it based on your technical reasons yeah. you should have a at this point i'm wrong price or at this point i'm wrong reason when when, when, when you're fundamental you say if the for example if the debt exceeds the revenue then i'm wrong on this company i need to exit everybody needs to have that predefined risk and when that happens you exit, no questions asked. And granted, when when um, uh, without the help of regulations and um, clearing houses, halting trades, and, and that sort of thing, they they were gonna get squeezed. That 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 was gonna happen because now at least now we know that the games st- um, all street betters were on the other side of the trade. But as as they were getting squeezed and they were exiting their positions, that bleeding would have stopped at some point. But it didn't stop because they they kept on it, and we can we can see them on the news crying, saying these guys are stupid, these guys are crazy. They um they make the the markets irrational, and everybody knows that markets can be irrational for longer than they can rem- remain solvent. Yeah, true. So I'll start with uh, you saying um, Wall Street bad guys didn't do anything illegal. Nah. Mm-hmm. If I lose seven billion dollars, I'm gonna test that in court. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna let a news channel tell me they did nothing illegal. You know, I'm mm-hmm. gonna take them to court and test it there. Get some sort of a court ruling, and then 
cascaded down. That's the first, right? Um, the next one is the notion of at some at some level you should stop, and then you gave all those disclaimers, you know, minus regulation, minus whatever. Mm-hmm. Truth is, all those things you minusing when it was happening, they were there. They were. You can't after the fact say, assuming there was no legal recourse or whatever. As I'm losing money, I know I've got legal recourse. I can't assume I don't have legal recourse. The other thing is, you know, when you reach a position of FU money, um, and I'm speaking now, uh, hypothesizing, you know, <laughs> nah, it's not about the money. As much as it is about the money, it's not about the money. In other words, whether you lose a billion or you, seven, or you lose seven of them, it's still the same principle that maybe you're fighting there, where you're still going to have a warm bed at night, posturepedic, mm-hmm. what have you. You're still going to drive home in your Ferrari, Maserati, go home to your big house, whatnot. So it's not like it's got a lived impact on you, you know. That's why it's FU money. In other words, your it's it doesn't affect your existence as a person, Okay. you know. It affects what you do and what you do on the daily. And so you probably maybe may leave yourself exposed a little longer than you should have. And I'd like to think for you to get to that net worth, you had to have done something... You had to have broken some of the rules that you and I are going to observe religiously mm-hmm. to get to that level of trading. You know, mm-hmm. pay your stops, um, set trailing stops, those sort of things. Continue losers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, what have you. And I'm saying that, look, and this is me hypothesizing, you know, I'm going to end up coming off as if I'm a hired spokesman. <laughs> yeah, the other guys. But I'm being fair to the discussion mm-hmm. because I don't think it helps you if I bring the obvious things that yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have yeah. to, it's a thinking exercise. We have to consider why would someone who's clearly smarter than 99% of the universe in terms of their ability to create enough value mm-hmm. that 7 billion accrues to them, why would they all of a sudden act so irrationally that... Guys in shorts on Saturdays can just say to the rest of the world, this was clearly a mistake on their part. They they, they have to have um, been doing something that is a lot more not so obvious. Yeah. Um, um, you know, as, as, as you're talking about um, their personal lives yeah. not being disturbed, um, at least not uh, in the same magnitude as their portfolios were. Yeah. Do you think perhaps uh, um, the lack of skin in the game on the part of the actual, the person, the fund manager themselves plays a big part of it to say, sure, I may lose a billion, but it's not my billion. It's a billion under management. It's not my billion. Um, yeah, I think they would have to research the actual firms that are involved and find out how much uh, skin in the game the actual um, guy on the ground had. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are not talk about skin in the game, yeah, th- that's always a risk that you have um, when you don't have skin in the game. You're going to risk um, the client's money. Um, obviously, as well, it's, it's a play on confidence. You mm-hmm. also beg yourself that if I lose 50% of your money, I'll get it back as long as you keep giving me a chance yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, to make that uh, thing to keep playing in the market yeah so yeah it, it definitely is um yeah it's the classic flow of <laughs> no skin skin yeah, in the game yeah yeah because we yeah. we can't we can't call this a black swan can we so because this is not a first first short squeeze so you 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 have to find the black swan element of it and that's the thing about a black swan the fact that 
the, the, the minute we can reason it, it diminishes its black swanness, mm-hmm. you know? So what's not a black swan? A black swan being, yeah, a short, short squeeze, squeeze is not a black swan, mm-hmm. not at all. A short squeeze in this manner maybe a black swan. And um, there's this guy, Jamie Cathywood, um, Investor Amnesia. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on his website, he writes Investing History. And he covers almost everything, electric EVs. There's almost nothing new under the sun that occurs mm-hmm. today that didn't occur at least 100 years ago, right? So it becomes one of those where you're starting to play on a certain niche way in which things unfolded mm-hmm. that makes it a black swan. So the fact that um, in any other time in history, you did not have retail investors at this scale being able to coordinate a trade, mm-hmm. which the coordination itself is another black swan because, uh, well, not a black swan, but another um, exponential uh, leveraging of exponential technologies. You know, now we're moving into your fourth IR, whatnot, where you're, getting, you're starting to see a lot more of these events happening where there's a convergence of a lot of advances in a lot of areas mm-hmm. so shorting itself is a is a is an advance in finance then um democratized democratized um investing mm-hmm. um this the um yeah is, is itself a innovation in investing mm-hmm. then easy equities took it a step further with fractional um share investing that's a step further then the ability to communicate on platforms online that in itself is an innovation in communication. The ability to do it on a platform like Reddit versus Twitter, for mm-hmm. example, where on Twitter you'd probably just have a bashing um, conversation back and forth, back <laughs> and forth. I hate you, I hate you back for shorting uh, GameStop, <laughs> I hate you for whatever. Yeah. Whereas on Reddit, it's, a, it's another innovation of Twitter in inverted commas, where there's that added element of taking action to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that eventually when all these things came together, they converged and created a black swan. But to pinpoint and say this part of it was uh, the black swan of it, yeah, it becomes it becomes yeah. near because yeah, we had a short yeah. squeeze on Tesla not not very long yeah. ago. And and yeah. the risk of of um the infinite risk nature of being in a short position has always been there. Yeah. And yeah. it's not it's not something yeah. new. It yeah. has always been and, 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 and maybe that's where now because remember Black Swan is um and it's an, I'll be paraphrasing, it's it's an it's a it's a random event, but also there's a second part to to it with a certain impact. Mm-hmm. So now you have on the one side all these advances that have converged together mm-hmm. to create this action. And to your point, them not stopping the bleeding allowed the impact to be so big that it actually completed the definition of a black swan that if they had cut the impact at some point we would have just said the convergence of all these advances or technologies is a phenomenal thing by the way that's actually what i even hope we can touch on a bit how phenomenal um this whole sequence of events was for other things other than the fact that rich people lost money right Mm -hmm. so you may find that that alone would have been a very noteworthy occurrence in in history. Mm-hmm. The fact that it then even had the impact that it had in terms of the amount of money that was lost completed the second part of the definition of the black swan, the impact then that it has yeah. um, on you. 
Yeah, yeah perhaps we should start, maybe start looking at as the money that was made. <laughs> <laughs> funny man, funny man. The money that was made because can we say temporarily made? Because because here's 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 the deal, and this is why I say I don't want us to ignore the imperfect market hypothesis. Mm-hmm. The fact that you actually do have people stepping in, and I think. That's where you find me then, not as a spokesman for rich people mm-hmm. on the other side. That it's unfortunate that sadly, it's money that was made, and then money that was stolen then from the Robin Hooders. As far as we think, the rules, how the rules yes, should yes, apply. Yes, yes, yes. But because they don't apply that way, and nobody's gonna go to jail, it's not. It's not gonna be called theft. The the money wasn't stolen back from relatives. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the fact that the money was made. Then exchanges stepped in to close um, trading. No, you can't buy more than this. Or you can't buy more than that. And then the fact that the stock started tanking. Because you can imagine, th- there's lobbying going on on the street. Yes, so yes. I wouldn't be surprised if the same guy that same guys that shorted it at $3, when trading was getting stopped at $450, $490, they were already lobbying the CEO of CEOs of these platforms, the regulators mm-hmm. and what have you, and they knew that trading is gonna stop. What do you do? You enter short a new more. short, mm-hmm. knowing that trading, the buying is gonna stop, because that's exactly what happened, right? Um, where only selling was allowed. That's, yes. Oh, it was so disgusting. That's it's, that's where it, it's pervasively disgusting. Yeah. Where yeah. Selling was allowed, buying wasn't allowed, so the share price couldn't go up anymore. What's, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's going to yeah. go down. Mm, mm, and that's exactly what happened. And we just now have to wait for GameStop to become bankrupt to then start calculating who made the money. Was yeah. the money really made on the other side? Sure, John Smith from... But surely that's theft, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Surely that's theft. Again, it depends. If you believe in the efficient market hypothesis, it's theft. If you open your eyes and realize that Fat Tony has... Uh, rig the coin <laughs> it's things functioning as wise people know they function yeah and and yeah. and and for me what um it was funny how you know when you read about something yeah and sometimes you don't actually see it happen but yeah. this time there's a bunch of things that we yeah. were reading about we were reading about in different books and yeah. we actually saw them happening yeah you know um one of the things that that you know, sprung to mind as it was happening uh, was was a quote on um, trading in the zone yeah. where Mark Dudley says it only takes one trader somewhere in the world to negate your po- your positive expectancy yeah. to or to negate to negate your hypothesis on on any trade. Yeah, and that one person could be anyone. It could be another hedge fund. Or it could be a bunch, a, a bunch of guys on on you know, on some social media platform. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, on on um, there's this thing of uh, being right to try or, or make money in the yeah. market. So yeah. either it's, it's either you want to be right or you want to make money, yeah. in the market. So. It it seems um, the hedge fund managers. By not stopping the bleeding, they, you know, obviously they, they knew that um, 
or at least with the benefit of hindsight, they knew that either an exchange is going to come in, Robin Hood is going to come in, because to, to some degree, Robin Hood was ex- financially exposed to the trade as well to kind of artificially drive the price down by halting the buying of the 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 stock. But it seems there's a lot of key fundamental components of successful trading that were, were broken here. And yeah. not only... Uh, um, the bleeding uh, wasn't stopped when it was supposed to be. Yeah. Clearly, these guys were trading far too big. My friend, <laughs> it's arrogant at the end of the day. Um, to you and I with our humble networks, mm-hmm. right? It's arrogant. To the guy with 7 billion or with infinite possibilities, it's infinite possibilities. It's it's literally a I can do anything <laughs> attitude. And you see, what's difficult now is balancing, even as I'm saying it, balancing the benefits that we get from people that think like that. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that innovate and create cheap solutions for us to have higher quality of lives. On the other hand, it's the fact that you're going to get away with it. And that's just an injustice to society. And look, Mark Douglas, that's why he's who he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and equally so, that's why so many people anywhere in the world can credit him. Because he has synthesized the brilliant um, 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 trading principles that mm-hmm. are available. And we can use them to at least lift ourselves some level out of... Um, uh, our our desperate situations. Yeah. But to the guy that creates that theory as well, um, on the side of the actual guy in the arena, those things mean nothing. When push comes to shove, if you own the land, and you own the yard, and you own the house, and you own the room, and you own the couch and the furniture in the house, there's absolutely no nothing, no level of breaking the law in the house that your son can ever fully punish you for, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the only thing that will be left is him appealing to your conscience, and that's why kids cry, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can then be a lot fairer in this game that you have. And I think, for me, that's the significance, for example, of GameStop. It's one of those... There's absolutely no mechanism that you can use to appeal to someone that's hurting you, not realizing that they're hurting you, mm-hmm. in the uh, financial sense, capitalism, except in this instance to sort of throw a punch a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but more than the punch, actually leave with a message that says, dude, I'm trying to bring attention yeah, to you yeah. that you currently have made it impossible for us to play this game that you say should be a fair game for yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. you know? And that's the sad thing. The little guy is always left holding the hope. The, um, yeah, yeah. The the beggar's left with the little guy. Yeah. And and you know, for me, this um, this thing cemented or uh, um, emphasized the, the 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 key principles that we were talking about earlier yeah. on on trading. Yeah. You know, it's it's always nice to learn something. From yeah. someone else's experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that let's actually talk to that lesson, mm. actually. To say, if you're someone that follows Mark <clears throat> Douglas, yes, the hedge fund guy lost 
his hedge fund, uh, his asset management mm-hmm. company from ignoring those principles, you didn't lose your three thousand rands or yes, your thousand yes. dollar account from doing it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And even from his retaliation, you get to record a podcast and speak from the sidelines. Yes, yes. You know, if you put some money in, hopefully it's so little that you got the thrill of going up and sticking it to the man, mm-hmm. while also still preserving your capital and not. Uh, uh, not going out because that's the other blessing on the other hand that if you're a disciplined um, investor or whatnot this was a perfect opportunity for you to actually see that you are on the safe side mark douglas actually protected you you didn't lose money yes, because yes. i can tell you now you may even find that showing successful gamestop traders is just a ploy as well to make it look like nobody got hurt in this trade mm-hmm. except the hedge fund. Hedge fund, yes, yes. But when a share goes from zero to four hundred, I mean three to four hundred and fifty, and then comes back down to zero, there's a whole lot more people than the hedge funds that that uh, thing. Yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. That lost money. You know. Yeah, I think it 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 went it went as high as uh let's see it went it's as high as where's the high four eighty three that's four eighty three but yeah. by then there was like a few trades at four eighty three yeah and um now it's back to around sixty six which is yeah. about eighty eighty six point one nine percent yeah and yeah. you can bet. Yeah. Yeah. That the the people that lost money there and there's also, a whole lot of people that lost money because here's what I even say uh do because that's a funny relationship that um 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 what do you call this these numbers have on the way up versus on the way down mm-hmm. right calculate for yourself how much money would have been made from three to forty um to four eighty three mm-hmm. and then how much then gets lost on the way down and who is it that is thing so yeah. mm-hmm. from from three to four eighty i the hedge fund i am losing money mm-hmm. but can you hear i'm losing quantified money mm-hmm. I, I i i don't i don't even know if i'm gonna make the point properly yeah, but yeah. it's fine I'll, it's not my first language right yeah i'm losing quantified and quantifiable money mm-hmm. On the way down, nah, you have guys that max their credit card to buy, to get into that uh, share or to get into at, that at, trade at 483. at 483. And for them then to lose 86%, yeah, sure, we can count that you lost 3 billion, but it's 3 billion in whose hands now that we've lost, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And 3 billion is the rand uh, amount. What's the value to the three billion that has been lost for the little guy? I.e., if you now have a maxed out credit card, that doesn't mean you owe the bank fifteen thousand dollars, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means that you can't live fifteen thousand dollars worth of what you previously used to be able to in any given month. Yeah. And that that starts to really look very very <laughs> scary, you know. You yeah, essentially yeah. have a self created market crash. Yeah, and 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 I think there's still a bit more uh, uh, redditors still in profit. If, yeah, you know, if they take in yeah. the the, yeah. the profit on the halt of trading there. Yeah, but I mean, it's, if, if, if you know, I listened to Patrick right, mm-hmm, O'Shaughnessy, mm-hmm. and I didn't even listen to his GameStop analysis. 
on the Tuesday before the Thursday that we hit 480. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the Tuesday, the share was at $89. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a proxy for the typical Redditor that would have jumped onto that trade after it has already run, right? At $89, which we've already passed, mm-hmm. I still wasn't yet in the trade. Yes, yes. So it means the person at 66 that is still in profit is most likely the early guys. It's the early guys, yes, yes. Me who got it late, late, I'm still going to get in. So I long started losing money at... Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I nearly bought it at $150. That's when I educated me could jump into the trade mm-hmm. i shudder to see what other people who aren't as um sophisticated at what price they finally for yeah, finally yeah. got into them and they said this thing is going to the moon let me jump in at 300 dollars and 300 dollars is at the top so you lose the money immediately yeah <laughs> you lose the money you get in Hits a top, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you buy it the very, down. very top, you know, similar exactly. to, 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 yeah. to the dot com bubble, yeah. And and you know, bubbles and uh, um, uh, pyramid scheme have, yeah. you know, that that yeah. that one thing in common where yeah. the lead guys always carry, yeah. always carries the, the, yeah. the, the bag. Yeah. With, with, with all due respect to the Japanese culture, this was a kamikaze mission where you make a very good point as the little guy, but. You the guy that's gonna have lost out in mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. I, I I actually worry about you that. know, like I, I hate I yeah. hate how how um a, a big capital can just step in and just change the rules as they see fit when, when the rules no longer fit them. But like I was I was um I'm I still am quite curious as to how far the squares would have went without yeah. Changing the, the rules of the game as we know them, as we yeah. want them to be. Yeah. And that remains a thought exercise, unfortunately. Wait. Um it, it would have been interesting. And that's why some of us then took a bit of money and tried to enter the trade. Mm-hmm. Um I mean not because we dumb, but because you actually what well, it goes back to skin in the game, you know. I'm able to offer this analysis because I put some money there mm-hmm. and then I start to think. What is someone that did what I did thinking? What yes, are the yes. information sources that they're going through and whatnot? Yeah. And that's a very um, interesting prospect. So interesting that it honestly makes a strong case. The same way that the point was made that um, against the hedge fund guys, mm-hmm. that you can't do this. You can't overshoot, I mean, a share, right? There's a similar point. The same energy should then be redirected to the guys that are democratizing investing to say that guys do better. And you've already done a lot, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want to take it for granted. But also do better. I can't now stand on this side of the money, on, on this side of a loss. And when I consider why I lost money, it's got nothing to do with the hedge funds anymore. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the fact that you halted my trading. Yes, yes. You know, yeah, because um, they as you said, the guys that bought in at a hundred dollars, at a three hundred dollars, or unfortunately at the very very top at um, yeah. at forty three, yeah, that last they trade, yeah, that last <laughs> trade, they didn't lose because they yeah. were wrong. Yeah. They lose because yeah. the rules of the game suddenly yeah. changed on them. And one can say, sure, that that risk is always there. Yeah. You yeah. know, rules in the market always yeah. change. We'd say they should have done their whole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you can't yeah. 
uh, um, or it, you can't expect or anticipate the rules to change that quickly, especially as an outsider. Because this, uh, um, yeah. this was insider trading. You know, yeah. always happens, but this yeah. was a, more of an outsider trade. Yeah. You see, this is why I'm gonna be brutal, and that's why it's called skin in the game. You know, mm-hmm. you can't have any expectations. Exactly. You yeah, can't yeah. have any expectations. So when you say it's not fair for the rules to change or whatnot. That's the part where, and it's said that it's on your side. Yeah, yeah. That's the part where, equally so, you then get to face the brute reality that it's a jungle. It's yeah, not yeah. a <laughs> fair uh, playing field where you get to complain that, you yeah. know, the rules changed on me, it's unfair, it's unfair, somebody, uh, uh, thing. That's why DIY is so difficult on the other hand, because, yeah, yeah who advocates for you when the rules... Someone might not even say they changed. They probably got applied, or they got applied uh, very strongly, or whatnot. It's, 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 it's probably more illegal. As I say, mm-hmm. the the the, the money, the money is going to go and test it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and okay. With with especially with GameStop and A- yeah. in AMC, we saw, um um, um uh, Mark Douglas's um thing to say your edge can be negated by anyone and that yeah. sort of thing so we've we've seen that tech, technical analysis can be negated yeah um fundamental analysis can be negated as well yeah and um you know warren buffett um uh, said it uh quite well he says you know believing in in, in efficient markets is trying to now the problem with that belief that we have an efficient market that everything is 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 in price yeah. it equates knowledge with action okay so so it it it, it implies that everyone that knows acts on that knowledge yes. when sometimes the price may reflect all the information but it doesn't reflect all the actions yes because the price is not moved by yeah, it's uh, not moved by it's not knowledge, moved by information, or yeah. knowledge. It's moved by by action and price. Exactly. Um. So so, when when, because we one could also make a case on, um, on longing GameStop, yeah. and not just by sticking up to hedge fund, but yeah. like a genuine case on 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 GameStop. I mean, for one, the evolution or of online gaming has been there for quite a while now yeah. and GameStop is it remains in business. One could look at that as a positive to say they still have a chance to turn this around. Hence I'm saying to, that yeah. um, any uh, positive expectancy or any theory or any uh, thesis can be negated by yeah. another thesis. Yeah. So uh, and uh, I'm glad you actually concluded with that because I wanted to bring you back to mm-hmm. that to say that's true but that's why probabilistic thinking is so important to say sure just always be aware that mm-hmm. um you just need one person to negate your theory yes. right? But ultimately that's what makes uh the risk takers the risk takers the buffets the buffets mm-hmm. the fact that over and above knowing that they also know the likelihood of that happening, yes, the probability yes. of that happening, and then they play those probabilities. So, to your notion of going long on GameStop, true, they have survived, but be careful of confirmation bias. Be careful mm-hmm. of 
And that's what short sellers are trying to do when they short shares. Mm-hmm. They're saying that this company has survived this long despite the fact that they're refusing to adopt new technology. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's put money on it to close them out because they are an inefficiency in our market. Okay. Right. So let's squeeze them out. Let's short them and take them out of business. Yeah, I'm well, sure no pun intended on that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you should have been high for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. but it's but it's exactly that. It's 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 the market playing its role. It's it's people with inf- it's people with information saying let's not just know that GameStop is inefficient. Mm-hmm. Let's actually take them out of business. And the long case, it's gonna be a very long case. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be a tough one, mm-hmm. but. Definitely, you can make a case for anything, as you're saying, yeah. and you only need one hypothesis to negate it. Yeah, because even yeah. even on the short squeeze, you can say, yeah. okay, um, for, uh, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to make yeah. a, a case for for you know yeah. the long side of the trade to say, okay, yeah. they've survived this long. Yeah. Surely, there's brains behind the business. For, yeah. And secondly, if we push, if we squeeze the shorts enough, yeah. the the directors of the business can sell a little bit of GameStop to actually then evolve the business. Yeah, and I, we all hope that's what they did, by the way. <laughs> it's all nice and well, and I think they yeah. did. It's all yeah. nice and well to see your share price shooting up, shooting the lights out, and then you know the reality of your situation. Yes, yes. And you still stay for the ride as if, you know, as if you're an innocent bystander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That would be very interesting to see if GameStop now, the, at least the executive guys, have now made the money to actually start doing what they should have done. But then now you're competing with time. You're competing with compounding effects of innovation over time. So it's not as easy as going to buy Tesla's innovation software and then you are now a 21st century GameStop. It's practices, it's ways of thinking, it's mindsets um, that continue to outplay you. I think what I wanted to touch on is that long case that you make for GameStop. Mm -hmm. The easy one, for example, is that clearly... The people that are, that have been keeping it alive, its customers, mm-hmm. are not yes, idiots. Yes. Actually, GameStop clients are people that knew a lot about gaming, knew a lot about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Redditors, the Redditors that took it to 483, they were not idiots. They were not uneducated people. They're very yes. sophisticated people that solve a lot of um, problems in the IT space, in the economic space. Mm-hmm. And they decided to gather the knowledge and resources and do something to hedge funds that hadn't been done before, which is a good case for starting now a long argument or a long thesis for GameStop to say, as, as a start, you already have very intelligent, loyal uh, fans. Uh, customers, yeah. And they showed it. They quantified their loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, you know, I, yeah. and I hope, I hope yeah. the... I actually hope the pain is not over for the managers um, actually why aren't you different in other words um so we all have that wanting to stick it to the man mm-hmm. uh thing inside of us right why i say why aren't you different in other words you know you you end up becoming like your perpetrator where you don't realize that the very things you hated about him mm-hmm. the fact that he was sticking it to poor people or to gamestop executives you are now doing to him obviously i'm not saying have compassion for someone that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lives way above the bread line i'm just saying be careful of then being obsessed with that and missing the point that 
you know, there's a lot to learn from it all around. Yes, uh, yes, all, yes. All, all, all together, yeah. No, like, but the, it's our sense of justice as yeah, well. It's, yeah. You know, we, we want to know at some point that something came out yeah, of it. Yeah, and you know? the, the reason why I'm saying I hope the bleeding hasn't stopped is... Yeah. It... it uh, like you mentioned that, um, you know, when we participating in... In the stock market, whether we know it or don't know it, yeah. we we we, we uh, participating in a probabilistic environment yeah. and in a random environment. Yeah. Um, it it shows that even if the 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 hedge fund guys knew that nine out of ten times we're getting out, away with it, there's that one time, and that one so time nine hundred ninety nine billion. Out of a trillion times, yes, we and get away with it. Yes, yeah. and 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 um, also on on I think uh, um, Nassim touches on this on 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 full by randomness is the there are people where that bet on these asymmetries. Yeah, and we can't on we can't um, naively just say all the Wall Street betters were betting uh, just against the hedge fund. Yeah. Some of them were just betting against the asymmetry. As you mentioned earlier, yeah. that, you know, I just have $1,000. In the worst case scenario, I lose $1,000. Yeah. But best case scenario, man, yeah. I make a gazillion dollars. <laughs> you see, but that's, you see that's, that for me is the very scary part. And obviously, this is not an investing um, episode. <laughs> it's, we're discussing a specific issue. For me, that's the scary thing about whenever you invest for share price, share appreciation. Mm -hmm. The fact that even say the hedge funds were squeezed out completely and they declared bankruptcy and they're all poor now and sitting next to um, Robin Hooders and Redditors on the trade, yeah, right? Yeah. Now you need to get out of the trade. It's sitting at <laughs> 400... <laughs> It's sitting at four hundred and eighty. Yeah, but but to be fair, three dollars. To to be yeah. fair, um yeah. um because the market is fair. Yeah. Okay. Is to be it? fair, the yeah. market. No, no. With all things yeah. being normal. Yeah. The market is fair. Yeah. Right? I say it's itself. I don't know if it's fair or not fair or whether it's. Uh, called, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the a better way of putting itself. it. Yeah. That's yeah. a much it's better. It's true. Yeah. The market is true. Yeah. Um. The if if you if the 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 the, the share price you know, shoots to a thousand dollars from yeah uh, uh, $3, $5 and you are now suddenly a billionaire yeah. all of a sudden. And to to get out of that position, you yeah. need to deal with how that size of a trade gets out of the market. The same way yeah. the hedge fund had to deal with how trading at that scale, uh, exiting positions at that scale, yeah has the impact that uh, yeah. the impact exiting trades at that scale has on your own trade yeah they, they would have to deal with that yeah but here's the thing or maybe let's put it on i i see that argument and i'm for it 100 I, I don't think that's what i'm arguing mm -hmm. right remember for it to get to 483 we agreed that we're gonna take it up mm -hmm. right so what happens and remember how did this start there's about you said what i think there were yeah, 1.2 million people yeah no besides the number of people the number of shares that were over uh oh, over 140 percent so 40 yeah. more stocks 40 so, percent more stocks 
forty percent more stocks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how many sh- um, how many companies did that happen with? Right, uh, it was a number. It was yeah, about, about thirteen or something. About thirteen companies, mm-hmm. right? So there's a barometer where you can see that this company is over, I think, over shorted, right? Then what happens? This happens, and then the, some hedge funders get out, and some others hold on, and some others get out, and some others hold on. But I don't know about you, but I, as a redditor, I never saw that um, that um, that uh, metric. I never saw that bar. So if all of them were squeezed out at two hundred dollars. I still didn't know. All I know, all I knew uh, then was they were getting they, squeezed. They someone were, is getting someone squeezed. is getting something is happening, and I'm a part of it. And they say we are going to the moon. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you find that all the shorts were squeezed out at two hundred dollars, and now there are no more shorts. Now there's momentum taking it all the way up to four hundred eighty-three. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you when I say, how do you exit that position? I'm not speaking to the liquidity of it or mm-hmm. a, how do you structure it and what have you. I'm speaking to, okay, now... What's your the, exit price? The, no, not even the exit price. Mm-hmm. Another topic altogether. <laughs> now, what got us here, here was the spirit of community and the fact that we're in unison. Yes, yes. Right? But now we don't realize that it's only us left in the room. Now we're holding, that's why it's called holding the hot potato. Mm-hmm. Because now all of us are at 483. The way markets work, for someone to be selling, someone else must be buying. Mm-hmm. So how are we saying we are going to get out of this trade? If we are selling, who is buying? Ah. So do we agree then that what this half should sell to that the poorest half of us <laughs> should sell to the richest half of us? So that at least some value is captured. Yeah, but and, and again, I, I, again, I come to the point where yeah. let markets work the way the markets do. So when... when we'll you, come there. Don't run away from that question. Yes, yes. I think it's an interesting Yeah. So let, yeah. Let, let the markets do what the markets do when yeah. transactions happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Granted, we came yeah. in yeah. as a group, as in, but we were getting through the door one by one. Yes. The reason why we were standing outside... We have the same reason why we're getting into the hole, yeah. but we went through the door one by one, yeah. And we we're going out that door one by one. Who first, women so and children? Whoever decides, okay, it's my time to go. Because yeah. remember, when when you are uh, taking on a trade, whether you're yeah. investing or you um, short term trading, yeah, nothing happens until you start, and nothing ends until you decide it's over. It's for you, yes. So you take yourself into the trade and yeah. out of the trade, and. For yeah. all these Wall Street bad guys, yeah. no one, no one had a gun on their head and say, "Chief, you, you need to buy games." But up but morning. but do you see that's where you're betraying the movement now? True, nobody had a gun to their head, mm-hmm. but now all of a sudden you're introducing individual elements to this thing that we did together. And I agree with you. Don't mistake me for saying I'm absolving accountability, and that's even why I'm <laughs> glad I was on the other side throughout the whole uh, episode yeah, yeah. because I'm saying that's a that's that's something that actually you should rake your brain to answer to say and and then you spot on to say that then it really goes back to yeah <laughs> you see for yourself yeah now how you get out but then now that creates a new this that creates the same problem that got us here anyway where now people are gonna rush to get out first 
make the most money now we're gonna hate them for um for uh thing driving the price up um yeah yeah and, and then slaughtering us because especially when it for example if we find that it's elon musk and mark cuban that got out first then it starts to look suspicious it starts to look as if we gave it to the hedge fund guys but the individual billionaires just used us to effectively make even more billions because we still left holding the can. And hence of saying that, um, you know, that's how markets work. You're in a trade, <laughs> nothing stops until you make it stop. And, uh, um, uh, and nothing starts until you're making stop. And, uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is yeah. not to say uh, um, Redditors would be dumb or Redditors yeah. are dumb or hedge fund yeah. managers are dumb. It's... That's the rules of the game. Nothing starts until you make it start, and yeah. nothing stops until you make it stop. And it shouldn't change neither for the hedge fund guys nor for the the Wall Street. Bank. But then you're saying you're okay with it having changed to squeeze out the shorts. It, nothing changed there. The rules didn't change. The rules were where as they were, because it wasn't necessarily insider trading. Okay. It was just. Um, so you're saying the guy that gets out first at four eighty three. Deserves to, yeah, because that's the uh, that's the that's the, the, that's the point where they say, okay, the game stops for me here. Now, okay, I'm gonna then hold you to a higher accountability, ne? Mm -hmm. To say, I hear that, ne? We can't ignore the fact that we're going to end up with again a horrible situation where poor people have lost a lot of money, mm -hmm. right? Why is it okay they? And it wasn't fully okay when the hedge fund guys were shorting a share 140% and saying, we don't care who we hurt. This is the way markets work. Why is it okay now when it's time to exit this trade to have that um, individual uh, capitalist um, ethic now that says, but this is the way the market has always worked. What isn't that the exact thing that we're trying to uh, attack? Yes. When it comes to capitalism and Wall Street, um, to um, say we're trying to fight this thing where we are just hurting one another with abandon, and the person that has the most resources gets away with it. Um. So remember, uh, 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 they they took advantage of. Um, the U.S. regulations that allow naked shorting. Yeah. In other words, selling a stock that you don't, you didn't mm. bought physically borrow, yeah. because you can only borrow hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and, and then sell it to the market. Yeah. They work within those rules. Yeah. Right. Which is great. Good yeah. for them. And they yeah. were, I'm sure they were profiting for some for some time until yeah. these guys stepped in. What I'm saying is, if like the the rules that got them in yeah should be the same rules that got, gets them out of that position yeah yeah they got squeezed and out as much, 200 and i'm speaking to the little guy that's the little guys that mm -hmm. are now at 480 the rules still haven't changed okay. because that's yeah. how markets work yeah because who are they selling to another short seller who think okay this is too high no and if that short, short no the short, short seller, seller is selling yeah remember yeah. Uh, um he's not buying yeah, the yeah. short sellers were squeezed out, say, 200. Yes. There's a new short seller at 500. Yes. This thing's crazy. But he's selling. He's not buying. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to buy. He's creating a contract that says 
he will be expected to buy the share and give it to someone. Yes. Yes. Ah, so they're selling the, the, yes. the, the, the yes. price down. So this guy yes. needs to sell yes. some more. The Redditors still need to sell and so get out. The the old Redditors are just selling to the new. The Red suckers. Yeah. The latecomers. Yes, because... So, so and, in and essence, what you're saying... And so, so in essence, what you're saying ne, is... And you're going to owe me a chocolate for this. Ne? Mm -hmm. Or blunt. I don't smoke, mom. I really, I really, I really don't. Mm -hmm. You saying to me, ne, that the guys that started this rally deserve the money that they're getting because they were taking out the short guys, right? Mm -hmm. The guys that are buying it at four eighty deserve the loss because they are greedy. They are just climbing on a moving train. Uh, yes. In a sense, because yeah, um, okay. Let's yeah. let's first yeah. Yeah. go back to yeah. let's first go back to the basics. Yeah. Yes. Who 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 buys from a a a a, a bull who's in profit? Either yes. a bull who wants to jump on that train, yes, or a short seller who wants to stop that pain. No, a short or, seller doesn't buy. I mean, uh, um, yeah. a, a short seller who's uh, covering his position. Yes. So there's two uh, um, sets People of buyers. People buy from the yes. New bulls and uh, someone uh, covering their bull. position. Yes, head bulls. Yes, head bulls. Yes. And yes. who sells to a bear um, who, who's exiting their position? A new bull who thinks they're right. Yeah. Or uh, I, I mean, rather, a new bear yeah. who thinks this thing is still going even lower. Yeah. Or a new bull who's yeah. who, uh, a bull, uh, a hertz bull. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So at four eighty three, either a new bull <laughs> is entering the market because what I'm getting at is the rules shouldn't change. This That's is, the rule. Yeah, I, and I a agree. What comes in change, but in uh, or I, an old short seller is covering. But in judge, I'm holding us to an ethic. I'm holding us to an ethic. That says you and I know that it's not bulls and bears doing this. It's, it's people. people. <laughs> and the fact that now we've reverted to calling them bulls and bears mm -hmm. show that there's a level of hurt that we don't want to be associated with. So let's then revert back to the jargon yeah, 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 of yeah. Wall Street that absolves us of analyzing mm -hmm. that we are saying that it's okay for the little guy to take the can. But when... when you see when... Um, uh, 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 the market. The nice thing about the market can be both. It's it's, it's it's a casino. Yeah. But you could be a gambler or the casino. You decide. But I'm right? saying to you that when we're sticking it to the man. So when you, when when it you, wasn't this clean. Whether you are sticking <laughs> it to the man or not. <laughs> when you're late, it's it's. it's you yeah. remember, remember the dot com. Look, I, I remember the dot com yeah. bubble. Yeah. There were Look. late. There were late people that went in into the trade sure. and they, they got hurt. Sure. Um, 2008, there were late people that, that but it's not that the same to that trade. But it's not the same in this in this case. A specific point was being made. This is a specific transaction. Mm -hmm. That is why we're excited about it because it's not 2008. It's not 2000. Mm -hmm. This is a bunch of smart guys that decided let's stick it to the man. Mm -hmm. Then a bunch of poor guys, myself included, that decided oh shoot, this is a nice moving train. I also want to make a quick buck from mm -hmm. it. And again, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm dignifying your analysis mm -hmm. to say that the people that are going to be hurt at the end of the day should understand that 
it's okay, in, okay, not in a careless manner, as in we don't care about uh, livelihoods, but it's okay in that when greed stepped in or when the fact that we're making a good point didn't absolve us of doing our due diligence, didn't yeah. absolve us yeah, of yeah. the the rules that we already know, the principles that are always in application, mm -hmm. such that the guy that realized that this share is over overshorted more than the available shares, he identified not only an opportunity, but he also knew that, or rather, of the record, he knew that there's arrogance, there's arrogance going on for mm. you to short a share this much. Yes, yes. And he then took advantage of an opportunity first, and secondly, also made a point to say you never do that to a share. Yes. And then that position started closing. So it went from being 140% um, shorted to less, less, less until it switched and it was less than 100%. Mm -hmm. And up until all the shorts were out and they had covered the position. Yes. Let's hypothetically say that happened at $250. You, Basi in Ireland, I have a friend called Basi <laughs> You, Basi in Ireland, uh -huh. who gets in at 250 who knows how this thing started, but does not do the research of checking, has the point being made? And you continue to just put your money in there. Yes, yes. My friend, if you and I are honest, over a glass of ginger beer, you're doing it for greed now. You're doing it hoping that you're gonna, since there are these intelligent people that are taking it to 1,000, and now I'm not part of their community. So now we've moved away from hedge funds. We've moved to a new crowd now. Yes, yes. you trying to take advantage of them. you trying to say, okay, since they're going to a thousand and I'm poor, I'm I just need to double my money. Yes. And I will be, I'll be out. Yeah, yeah. You saying that okay, I'll get in at two fifty and get out at five hundred on their way to a thousand and you cleanly cleaning your conscience by saying, I didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> they were going to a thousand anyway. It's just I really needed to pay off my a bond or my yes, mortgage yes, or whatever yes. because i think that's what you're seeing now being left over yeah, yeah you're seeing people now saying please come back let's take this thing to the moon again and it's probably because they left holding the can and they're trying to say please don't leave me here alone uh broke yeah and and and, and, and i think it, it it goes to another principle uh, um, um, Matt Douglas touched on trading in the zone. Guys, you should actually get that book. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Brilliant. I haven't read it, but I've it's, been it's a, in the space long enough to have got all the lessons through <laughs> you guys. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a brilliant book. But yeah. it, it, um, one of the key things that he touches on is on risk, right? Yeah. There's knowing risk and yeah. there's accepting risk, and yeah. those are two fundamentally different things. Yeah. Right. So you getting at two fifty. Yeah. You just know the risk that this might go back to zero. You know the risk. Yeah. But now you need to accept that risk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hedge fund uh, uh, managers knew that this thing could go to the moon. They know yeah. that risk, but they need to accept that risk. Yeah. And, and you know, accept it and don't be a crybaby after the fact. Yeah. Wow. Well, you see, if I have the resources to be a crybaby, that's part of me <laughs> accepting the risk. If I have a billion to throw at you, it's part of me but accepting it's not, the risk. You're not, you're not accepting the risk. You want you're to change limiting, the rules. You're limiting the 
terms accepting the risk and that's because you believe in fairness and mm, mm, mm. and i understand why in you true should. free markets yeah in true free markets and for as long as i have money and i can throw the rule book yeah, at you yeah that's part of <laughs> true free markets yeah we have unequal participants in the market and true and free will mean different things depending on how much money you have yeah yeah and for me, uh, 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 um, you know that 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 knowing and accepting of the risk yeah. was uh, um, cemented to say, yeah. okay, I know my risk. I know yeah. a a five percent drop on this yeah. share is is my risk, yeah. and I accept it. Yeah. If I take anything more than that five percent drop, yeah, then I didn't really accept that risk, did I? I, I actually, do you know what I think I'm going to be looking out for as the news keeps unfolding? Mm-hmm. At which point all the hedge funds were out. Because if they were out hypothetically, let's say at $100, mm-hmm. that's a phenomenal piece of business. Because you still lost a lot of money. Yeah, from but that bleeding stopped. Yes, but that bleeding stopped. And it stopped way, way, way yeah, before... Yeah. It would have gotten to four hundred and four hundred and eighty one. Yeah, I honestly don't think mm, they went out. At least not all of them. Yeah. Because they could have gone out and come back in. Yeah. Yeah. N- like the reason why I'm saying this is, yeah. um, as as the the, the the show was skyrocketing, yeah. there was a lot of. <laughs> it was funny. Actual crying on on the news by these guys. Yeah. You see, uh, you see again. Are you crying because you're still in the position, or are you crying because yeah. you've already lost, lost so, so much, much by yeah. having to exit the position? It's uh, oh, again, yeah. I, I, I suppose you're right that um, it will be interesting to see yeah. where, where uh, at least all of them or most yeah. of them or yeah. the yeah. Because remember, from uh, from three dollars to nine dollars, you've already lost three hundred percent of your money. Yes. By the way. From three dollars to ninety dollars, you've already lost three thousand percent of your money. <laughs> so you could be crying for that. Yeah, and it, <laughs> not crying because it's at four hundred dollars. No, you're yeah. crying because you still need to go find three thousand percent <laughs> of seven billion. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, um, um, as we close, man, yeah. what were what were your lessons on 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 this particular? Yeah, uh, 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 a trade. Look, I was fortunate that in December I was writing an exam, and one of the things they asked us to research was sustainable capitalism. Mm-hmm. And when this was happening, I could understand exactly what was happening. When Black Lives Matter was happening, I could understand exactly what's happening. Um, and it's scary for someone who's in the industry. I aspire to be an asset manager uh, because there's, there isn't as much level of franchisement that you can have anywhere else. In other words, the power to affect your living standards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than being an asset manager. You know, capitalism depends on money. And being a, being a capitalist, I mean, being an asset manager you the person that handles money itself but the biggest lesson that i took from my exam and then from seeing this playing out Mm -hmm. is this breed of asset managers coming in should not ignore the fact that 
capitalism has a lot of positives, mm -hmm. but it clearly has a lot of negatives that people are crying out in each different way that it capitalism plays itself out. Yeah, yeah. That we need to fix those things. So through Wall Street, they did the GameStop trade. Through everyday relations and killing of people mm -hmm. because of the I think the the profile mm -hmm. demographic, be it because they're black or because they're poor. Mm -hmm. But Black Lives Matter happened. Through um the Me Too movement where we are seeing that in sexuality capitalism is um thing is also there, is yeah, thinking yeah. to it to us. We're saying that we are not happy with you saying that to get to if you work hard you will get to the top. But you say to a woman for you, working hard includes sleeping with the guy yeah, at the top. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, and it's 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 a. It, there are so many now of these different types of movements, mm -hmm. such that as an upcoming asset manager, I'm seeing it as it's an inequality movement, just showing itself in different in, diff yeah, in different yeah. thing. You know, on the on the on Wall Street, there's an inequality yeah. of resources or inequality of applicability of the rules yeah, in corporate yeah. there's an inequality of power dynamics yeah, yeah. on the streets there's an inequality of applications of the law so i think that's the first and biggest lesson that i've learned that i need to build different models i need to incorporate a level of philanthropy mm -hmm. not in the sense that i want a library named after me but in the sense that that it's not complete until it recognizes limiting the damage that it does to other people yeah yeah, well, yeah. that's the one the yeah. other uh -huh. hey man don't move in don't get in front of a moving train <laughs> you know um the other as well is being a liquid position and in a comfortable enough position that um so for example i'm fortunate i i barely lost any money i didn't put on gamestop i put on nokia and they had results a few days later it's still quite a good company what have you but i also i it was a negligible amount i think mm -hmm. i put less than one percent of my portfolio in nokia so that i also appreciated um learning that i still need to have a little side money to be able to participate in these sorts of things mm -hmm. and then the other one um yeah the other lesson is things like don't ignore the uh, the everyday rules panic quick so when the tide turns get out and also there are no rules sometimes <laughs> there really are no rules and yeah, understand yeah. that you just need to be loyal to yourself and truth and everything else don't have expectations of the market nobody owes you anything even the very people that are rallying yeah, alongside yeah. you to take something to the top when it's time to panic or get out they're gonna be through to their stomach they're not gonna I think necessarily be loyal to the pact that you had. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I never really thought of of yeah. of it in, um, that that broad aspect that you've put it on. Yeah. This is just an another inequality battle. Yeah. Um, with, with race, with capital, with yeah. you know, um, gender dynamics, yeah. um, gender based violence and that sort of thing. It's another yeah. form of yeah. of of. It's another form of a protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never never really thought yeah. about like that. I always. Looked, looked at this trade as a trade. <laughs> That's why we love it. That's why we love the markets. It yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It, it, it has phenomenal life lessons the more you go. Yeah. And I suppose um, it, 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 it was uh, a 
kind of a good thing that both sides were hurt. Both the shorts and the long. Uh, not if somebody got not if you're on the not if you're on the poverty line. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Philosophically, no, philosophically, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is good that, that both sides. And, and the reason hurt. why yeah. the reason why I'm saying it was good that yeah. both sides were hurt is yeah. when when people coming into especially in this a uh, uh, trending yeah. um, securities, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, yeah. Bit, uh, yeah. GameStop, whatever. Whenever you jump into a a a trend yeah. where you're risking capital, yeah. this can happen to you. Yeah. You know, whether you learn that lesson or not yeah. is irrelevant, but at least now, at least you know that this can happen to you. Yeah. You know, and and it, something like Steinoff can happen to you. Yeah. And something like Steinoff can happen to even the smart guys. So it's yeah. not just yeah. you. When you, yeah. you, when you find yourself in a losing position, yeah. it's not that you're dumb. Yeah. It's just that you're in the wrong side of the market in that particular time. And it it breaking the basic rules of trading and participating in the markets will hurt. I think that was yeah. my biggest lesson. That breaking the rules of yeah. Uh, 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 the ba- the basic rules of participating in the market in a in a in a um, a risky random probabilistic environment such as the stock market or any any liquid market for that matter yeah. uh, and breaking the rules of that or that will get you to be successful will hurt not cutting your losses short will hurt yeah. trading too big will hurt. Yeah. Um, being greedy, being greedy will hurt. Yeah. Not ad- not adhering to your stops will hurt. Um, and 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 you know the 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 the, the stop loss thing is funny, because from time to time you will get stopped and you'll see mark the market you know goes into your direction. Yeah. Um, and also there'll be a time where you you'll get stopped and it will continue, in 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 that opposite direction that you said it, it wasn't going to go. So. It it, it 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 it's very profitable to define your risk, yeah. and when 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 your rules have been broken, you know, i.e., my rules are on, you know, as a as a short term trader based on price, your rules are based on the balance sheet of the company. Once those rules, are, once your rules that you make, because we make these rules, yeah. we just, des- <laughs> you know, I decide that I'm going into the trade, and the reasons why I d- uh, I'm going into the trade were all made by me. Yeah. Whether I copied it from someone else, once I apply it, they now my yeah, rules. Yeah. You know, um, uh, exiting yeah. a trade also uh, based on your rules being broken. Yeah. Right. Whether though the, the those rules you borrowed them borrowed them from someone or you 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 made it up yourself, breaking breaking your own rules will hurt more than breaking the market's rules. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, I think it was. Lincoln or something that said um, rules govern the lesser men, moral conduct the higher men and um, in other words, if you hold yourself to a higher standard you always come out um, cool Uh, but I think in the same vein um, there's a business partner I'm busy, I don't know if I'm fighting with him or or he heard me but he also taught me a lesson Um, you know he once said to me, you can't fake being a gentleman and I think it's one of those um, when you obey your rules, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that's another lesson that I took. You know, always have your sense of decorum. If you're gonna teach someone a lesson, mm-hmm. teach them the lesson and stop. If you're gonna be greedy, 
be greedy to a point where you say this is enough and then stop mm-hmm. you know and if you think you're gonna fake it one day you'll be exposed yeah, you can't you get fake caught. being a gentleman yeah as i say you can you can you can cross the highway with blindfolded you can you can yeah. get away with it but um one day you're going to pay the price yeah um yeah we, well let's park it there thank you my, my, my man for 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 borrowing us your time yeah. Um, you know, I think this is the first time I see you in the new year. Happy new year! <laughs> about two years, probably maybe three years. As yeah, well. yeah, it's so, been a minute. So happy it's a couple of new years. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> been a minute. Yeah. Um, that's it for the show this week. Thank you for hanging with us. Check you next time on the Village Trader. Be sure not to miss another episode of the Village Trader by subscribing on your favorite podcatcher. We everywhere where decent podcasts are aggregated. Um, do join us tonight as you're listening with myself and Simon Brown. Follow the Trader webinar link to that Zoom on the show notes below. Thank you. Check you next time on The Village Trader. Cheers.